The Jaguars are future focused. Future focused. This is Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC. JP Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, and Pride of the Jaguars, Fred Taylor, bring you highlights and analysis from today's game. Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC, is brought to you by Farah and Farah, Baptist Health, and by TIAA Bank. Now, to get things started, here's JP Shadrick. Welcome in. It's Jaguars post game presented by Florida Home AC. Final score in Nashville: Jaguars thirty six, Titans twenty two. The Jaguars improved to five and eight overall. The Titans fall to seven and six. So two games back, four to go, including one head to head here in Jacksonville against Tennessee. But the Jaguars win in Nashville for the first time since twenty thirteen. They trailed 7-0, they trailed 14-7, and then chipped away, took the lead right before halftime on the Zay Jones catch just inside the right boundary in the end zone, and uh, never looked back from there. They extended the lead, opening drive of the second half, goes over seven minutes, and then ends in the end zone. Jags had another touchdown after a three and out from Tennessee in the third quarter, and really just pulled away and got an emphatic win on the road in a place that historically has been tough to play for the Jags. Didn't feel that way today. They dominated this game. They did, JP, but they dominated because of turnovers, right? It showed you the importance of being opportunistic on defense because the the Titans, you know, they, they moved the ball pretty well. 364 yards on the Jags today. The Jags were over 400 yards on the day. But when you look at the weapons that Ryan Tannehill had, you wouldn't expect them to be as effective as they were in the passing game. Nevertheless, Jags came up with the big plays repeatedly. And then not only did they get the turnovers, they took them down the field, stuck it in the end zone, getting points off turnovers all day, had a lot of guys contributing on a day when they had no run game whatsoever. Trevor Lawrence put the team on his back along with a big contribution from Evan Ingram today. 20 points off four turnovers for the Jaguars today. And, uh, yeah, you're right about Evan Ingram uh, a career-high 162 receiving yards, two touchdowns on 11 catches, 15 targets. A career-high 368 passing yards for Trevor Lawrence. Three touchdown passes today, 30 of 42 passing, 121.9 rating. Uh, I guess the toe's doing just fine, by the way. He had a rushing score as well and stiff-armed a man to get there and had some uh, words for the Titans at the end of the game as well. Which that was toe nice. enabled him to run into that scrum and, <laughs> and let him know who's the new boss, who's the sheriff. Now, look, Titans still leading in the division, but I think uh, you can see which way this thing is heading in the near future uh, as the Jags obviously have the best quarterback situation of any team in the AFC South. Pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor joining us now on the phone line after a win in Nashville. You said before the game, Fred, that you hated this team from the bottom of your heart. So this one has to be extra special today. Uh, de- definitely. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, very special. Uh, you, I-, I love the way the team bounced back. But more importantly, man, just Trevor's toughness, the way he went out there and uh, led his team, as Mike said there. It just shows uh, his resiliency and the leadership that he brings to the table. And uh, I think some one of us needs to call Coach Peterson and redo – or whoever um, we need to talk to, we got to redo Trevor's practice schedule. 
because <laughs> if he can play like this with taking a few days off, I think that's the way he needs to practice the entire the, the duration of the season. But uh, just across the board, man, because uh, it seemed like it was going to get out of hand ugly. The way Derrick Henry was running the ball in the first quarter, I think he had close to 100 yards rushing on 11 carries. And then after um, after uh, uh, Trevon Walker's uh, uh, sack fumble, and we got the ball right there, point blank range, and they put punched it in. I think that was a turning point in the game. The guys gathered their confidence, and uh, you know they were able to compete. Uh, once the Titans went up fourteen seven, Jacksonville took that lead at twenty to fourteen, and they never looked back. As you said, JP, just an amazing performance by those guys today. Yeah, yeah no doubt, Fred. The turnovers were the story of the day for the defense because the Titans did move the ball today, and but what it happened was by the Jags taking that lead and forcing the Titans to pass a little bit more. You know, Derrick Henry went from, I think he had 96 in the first quarter, if I yeah, saw that graphic yeah. right. He only picked up 25 yards the rest of the game, Fred. So and part of that was simply they took them out of their element a little bit and made them play from behind with a double-digit deficit. Correct. They were calling a, a lot of runs early on. He had those 11 carries in the first quarter for the 96 yards you mentioned at 8.7 a clip. Uh, and then after that, Mike, you know, he only got an additional six carries. But they were able to mix it up early on with their play-action game. You know, they got the ball out to their um, their tight end fairly often early. But the Hooper and uh, how do you pronounce that name? Oconu? Oconu. I can't even pronounce the name, so my apologies on that. But uh, they were utilizing their tight ends and their pass play-action game, and then they went away from it. And they went away from it, and then they got the chunk of their passing yards late in the fourth quarter as the Jaguars went to, you know, a softer prevent coverage. Uh, but, yeah, overall, man, just to see the resiliency of being embarrassed a week ago and allowing 40 points to come back against your divisional right Well, it's not necessarily a rival, as JP and I said in the pregame, because there hadn't been much of a competition uh, between the two teams. But to, to, to take the head off of the – Division bully, I, I should call him. Uh, I just think it's just a great, you know, weekend uh, performance by the coaching staff uh, to, to 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 trust in their guys as well as the players to get out there and execute because they could have got those turnovers and done nothing with them. But to have twenty points off turnovers, man, it just shows how they were dialed in and uh, the guys made the plays that they needed to make. And Evan Ingram, man, he looked like the first round pick that he was just a couple years ago. So big shout-out to him. Career day for him and for Trevor Lawrence through the air today as well. Plenty more ahead. We're standing by for head coach Doug Peterson. He'll visit with Bucky Brooks coming up in just a little bit in Nashville, Tennessee. Plenty more with Fred Taylor when we come back as well. Jaguars postgame is presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this is Jaguars postgame on Jaguars Radio. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars win it over the Tennessee Titans, 36-22 the final score. The Jaguars improved to a record of 5-8. The Titans are now 7-6. The Jags have won for the in Nashville for the first time since 2013. And it's time now for the Locker Room Report presented by Baptist Health and the Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute, the official sports medicine provider of the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Head coach Doug Peterson with us from Nashville. Coaches J.P. Shadrick with you. And, boy, a full team win today. Defense with takeaways, points off turnovers, and got it done against the division rival. Nice win today, Coach. Yeah, th- thanks, J.P. This was a great great team win, I think, in all three phases. And, uh, you know, it was a sort of a bounce-back win from – from last week's uh you know embarrassment that we all kind of kind of went through and um really proud of the guys how they responded during the week of practice and how they prepared for for this football game but you know hats off to the defense creating turnovers and takeaways and getting after the quarterback things we talked about all week and you know then the offense capitalizing on that so you know trevor playing tough evan playing tough i mean there were some some really good plays out there you know on both sides of the ball but yeah, overall, a great team win. You said a week of practice. Trevor Lawrence might, um, you know, campaign to just practice one day a week moving forward if he's going to throw for 368 yards and three touchdowns. And you mentioned the effort there, the the one-yard touchdown to stiff-arm the man and then dive into the end zone, knowing what's going on with his toe and everything. That that tells you a lot about the uh, the quarterback, and it's kind of he, he's taking over this team. And then at the end of the game, giving it a little bit to the Titans as well. Yeah, you know, and and and, and you know, Trevor. He, even after last week's game, he wasn't he wasn't going to miss this football game. You know, a division opponent on the road. You know, being Tennessee, the you know leading our division and all that. He he didn't want to miss this football game. And um, you know, uh, I'm not going to let him just practice once a week. He is going <laughs> to practice three days a week and 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 <laughs> make himself, you know, and and, and all of that. But. I thought he played extremely tough today. Um, you know, took some shots, was able to move around. We, you know, we moved him out of the pocket a little bit. But yeah, he played tough. He played physical. It was a good, uh, a good run there for the for the one yard touchdown. You know, um, in in the game. But yeah, you know, he just he he's he's beginning to, I think, just kind of come into his own as a leader uh, of the football team of himself. Um, he's gaining confidence. You know, every time he takes the field. And you know it's just um, exciting to watch him to watch him play. He's taking care of the football, um, and and really, um, you know, really, really, you know, obviously helping and leading our football team to this uh, to this win today. Head coach Doug Peterson with us. Uh, tight end Evan Ingram, eleven catches, one hundred sixty-two yards, and two touchdowns. Career day for the veteran tight end. That's got to be a quarterback's best friend as well. What a day for Evan! It's been a long time building to this point for him. It feels like. Yeah, and you know what a great day, and you know we've tried to get him involved the last couple of weeks. It just hasn't, it just hasn't happened, you know, and manifested like it did today. And um, you know, another another player that, uh, and this is why I feel you know like it could be anybody on offense. It was Zay Jones, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it could be Etn, you know, and today it was, you know, it's been Christian, and obviously, and um, you know, today it was Evan, and and uh, um, I just thought he played. He played smart. He played tough. Made some made some really good, you know, tough catches in traffic, um, you know. And he had the hot hand and and uh, just uh, a great performance. Uh, I'm excited and happy for him. And and um, you know, uh, it just it just goes to show. You, I think everybody the type of type of players that we do have. They work hard during the week. You know, they're they're unselfish. They they sacrifice for each other. And 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 today, Evan Evan was a part of that. All right, Coach, final thought with you here. Four to go, down two in the division. Uh, hey, there's a there's a sliver of, of hope here, and it just got a little bit closer with this win today. What did this – do you believe in telling the division that maybe the Jaguars are, are coming back here? Does this say anything, this win today, or is it just on to the Cowboys next week? 
you know, I think obviously it's it's one win, uh, it's one game, it's a great win for us. It's obviously in the division, the step in the right direction, all of that. But you know, we still got a lot of football ahead of us, and and uh, we got a great opponent coming in next week into our stadium, and and uh, you know, we'll enjoy this this win today and on the on the you know trip back home. But um, you know, we're we're full steam ahead, you know, to the Cowboys this week, and and uh, can't can't worry about but one game at a time, you know, mentality and and taking taking care of business each week. So. That's kind of that's kind of our mindset, and um, you know. But at the same time, we'll enjoy this for you know at least twenty four hours. Twenty four hour rule, safe travels, coach. We'll see you tomorrow. All right, thanks, JP. Head coach Doug Peterson joining us from Nashville, Tennessee. Plenty more ahead. The highlights. We'll hear more from Fred Taylor and Mike Dempsey coming up as well. Jaguars win it over the Titans, thirty six twenty two. Jags are now five and eight. The Titans are seven and six. And this is Jaguars post game on Jaguars Radio. touchdowns clean with no interceptions and then he runs for a score as well on three carries for seven yards not much going on on the ground for the Jags today with ETN 17 carries netting only 32 Ryan Tannehill threw for 254 and a pair of scores did have the interception Dewey Wingard picked him off Derek Henry had 17 carries for 121 yards and a touchdown but he had two fumbles that he was credited with one that was forced the other one uh they tried a little that trick play where they do the shotgun snap and the quarterback pretends it goes over his head and that didn't work out so well for them either. So they dominated on the ground, but the Jags took them out of the ground game because they're putting points up on the board too quickly, including thanks to Evan Ingram with 11 catches, 162 yards, pair of touchdowns today, career best day, 15 targets. He was obviously a big part of the game plan. Uh, Zay Jones bounced back from last week, had a few rough spots, but eight, Catches for 77 yards and a TD on 12 targets. Christian Kirk chipped in with five for 45. Jamal Agnew, three for 36. No other Jaguar with more than one reception today. Austin Hooper led the way yardage-wise for Tennessee with 68 yards on five grabs. Chiga Conquo had the touchdown on uh, six catches for 45 yards. And Nick Westbrook-Akina had the other one for Tennessee. And defensively for the Jags, Man, a lot to go around here. Sacks by Trayvon Walker, Josh Allen, Arden Key, and Foye, uh, excuse me, Foley Fatakasi. Foye Oluwakin with his third consecutive massive tackle game, 14 total tackles, 10 solos on the day. Fred Taylor back with us now. And, yes, this Jaguars defensive effort today, it was, oh, boy, early. Here goes Derrick Henry getting his and could be a long day at the office, but they start taking the football away and settled in as this game went along, Fred, and ended up taking it away four times from the Tennessee Titans and, and flipped the script from last week. That's a, a nice step in the right direction for a defense that headlocks. I'm going to get mine in early and go with Evan Ingram, tight end. Are you jumping a gun? I'm Jake? in. I'm wow. in. Hey, it's in. It's already done. It's in. Uh, so that's my vote, at least. <laughs> a career-high day for him. Uh, what? It's kind of been building towards that. We talked with Doug uh, Peterson about that. But 11 catches, 162 yards, two touchdowns, and just a perfect um, complement to everything else that was out there for the offense today. And Trevor looked at him 15 times, hit him 11 so, for me, it's Evan Ingram. What you got, Mike? Well. Hey, 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 hey. Don't. Let me jump the gun, too. Oh, okay, okay Fred. Get, in there, Get in there, Fred. Hey, let me jump the gun, man. I want to I go for the guy who was throwing him the ball, man, Trevor Lawrence. 
you know, just his toughness, speaking on that again, toughness. Trevor just came out, man, and lit it up. He had a, a new career high in yards as well as uh, QBR, quarterback rating. Uh, no sacks. Honorable mention to the offensive line there, but uh, my player of the game vote goes to Trevor. I apologize, Mike, for cutting you like that. No, I'm glad JP you cut did. me, so I had to pay you back. Well, no, we needed a little drama back. created right now. Yeah, and all it comes to down to Mike. Deciding vote all on this whole thing. Some, and yeah. Look, Trevor had 375 yards and four touchdowns, no interceptions today. And my vote goes to Evan Ingram. <laughs> Eleven oh, catches wow. what? for 162 <laughs> yards. If you don't vote for Evan Ingram as player of the game today, you might as well not make him eligible <laughs> to ever win the award. Fred, you got 11 for 162 and two touchdowns. It, it, that is a great – he's never going to have as many receiving yards as the quarterback has passing yards. Uh, Trevor was excellent today, but Evan Ingram was the player of the game, in my opinion. Either one of you guys running for city council the next go around because this was such political crap. Political <laughs> crap. The what guy do you mean by passes that? for a career Come best. Come on, 162 man. And two. Political is going with the fair-haired golden boy at quarterback. That's the easy play, Fred. Come on. But you you got to look at the bounce the bounce back from a week ago. That injury could have been the end of his career, man. The way it looked, at least. I don't want to get too dramatic, but too it looked awful. Right, he came out. He led the team in that second half a week ago. He played pretty good, even in losing fashion. To not practice this week and to come out and, and, and play a game as an NFL quarterback, we're not talking about high school. We're not talking about national championship Clemson. We're talking about the elite of the elite, the best in the world. To so go out there and carve up a team that I despise with all my heart. The, the team that the Jaguars fans across the world, they hate this Titans team. For him to go out there and put up those numbers against the Titans, against the Titans, Mike. Fred, you talk about bounce back. Evan Ingram had 30 yards receiving and multiple drops last week. He had an amazing game. All right. I can't. I, he was my vote. Well, yeah, well, well, it's all I good, you man. Guys we, get, get all political on me and, and, and go that way. So... <laughs> You know, for radio purposes and entertainment and all that stuff, ratings. I'm going with Trevor Lawrence, like I just said it, and uh, my coffee is a little strong. Ratings, <laughs> so. like we just got a rating spike on us. Yeah, hey, it happens. Uh, but Fred got outvoted. Apparently, he doesn't like that when it happens. So I Evan, don't. Evan I Ingram don't. is the Jaguars Radio Network player of the game. There were a few other candidates as well. But Evan today, 11 catches on 15 targets, 162 yards, a career high, and two touchdown catches for the Jags. We're back in a moment with the Baptist Health Injury Report. Jags win it in Nashville, 36-22 over the Titans. And this is Jaguars Post Game on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back. It's Jaguars postgame. If you're looking for the MVP of the truck game, then look no further than Ford F-150. Loaded with impressive capabilities and designed to dominate work, play, and everything in between, this truck makes tough look easy. Your local Ford dealer, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor. It's Jaguars postgame. Jags win it over the Tennessee Titans 36-22, Jags 5-8, and eight. Titans now 7-6, and six. so down two with four to go. One game at a time, you heard out of the locker room earlier from Foley Vatacasi. Dallas Cowboys are on deck. We'll get to that coming up. Time now for the Baptist Health Injury Report. Baptist Health changing health care for good. A couple players were out of the game today. 
uh, before we even started, of course. Andre Sisco was a scratch today, still battling that shoulder issue. Chad Muma was a scratch on Friday with an ankle issue. In the game today, you mentioned it earlier, Fred, Andrew Wingard uh, had a shoulder issue in the first quarter on the first drive of the game. It was questionable, but came back, got an interception, uh, was his normal self kind of all over the field. Even, you know, you could see him a few plays after he's back in the game and still kind of working that shoulder out, Fred, but playing through it, getting it done, and it was a big piece of the defense today, Fred. Correct. That's what you want to see from your players, man, those guys that are tough. They can get out there and fight through those injuries. If you can go, you go, right? And, uh, you know, just having an amazing performance uh, versus the Ravens late in the game and to get out here from being injured, injuring his shoulder early and uh, bouncing back from that, getting that interception, being able to score, you know, a few plays later off that interception, help put the team in position to crack over that lead, uh, need more of those guys on the roster. Yeah, Fred, we wanted to see more intensity out of this team today, see that they were ready to play. And I think after initially Tennessee getting up on them, we saw that right you know, throughout the game. How do you, though, as a coaching staff, approach things maybe differently this week than you did in the Detroit week when Doug Peterson told his team that was a playoff game for them? I mean, they can't afford to lose another game here if they really want to have any kind of a chance to get into the postseason. So what do you do differently, if anything, this week? Well, you get out there, you make sure, one, I think, Mike, you start with, you know, the, the, the guys' availability in terms of where they are injury-wise. Take care of those guys that you need to take care of. If it's Trevor, you know, if it's guys on the defense there, you know, uh, uh, Trevon Walker, I know he tweaked the ankle there. Yep. You know, you got to take care of your, your, your uh, um, key players to make sure they're, they're going to be there on game day to give you an opportunity to win the games that you need to win as you close out this season. Uh, and, and mental reps are good. It allows guys to get out there. One, you, you're testing their responsibility, right? You're putting it on them to make sure. We'll, uh, well, we lost Fred, obviously. We'll come back in just a moment and wrap it up, get the final thoughts from Fred Taylor and Mike Dempsey ahead of the Dallas Cowboys next week. But – basking in the glow of a Jaguars victory today. Final score 36-22. Jaguars over the Titans in Nashville. And this is Jaguars post game on the Jaguars radio network. Jaguars post game presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today. Official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor after a Jaguars win over the Titans. 36-22, Jags now 5-8, and eight, but the first win in Nashville since 2013 for this Jags team. It snaps a five-game streak of losing against Tennessee overall. The Titans had won nine out of the last ten meetings coming into today's game. And uh, Tennessee had a 7-0 lead and a 14-7 lead. The Jags chipped away, took the lead right before halftime, extended it to two scores to open the second half, and never looked back from there, so... Uh, now it's on to the Dallas Cowboys, Fred, who uh, rallied in, against the Houston Texans today in the final moments of that game to get it done. But Dallas is a very, very good playoff caliber team. Yes, they are, JP, uh, but they're beatable. You know, the, the Texans were in there for a majority of the game. Dallas came back and scored 10, uh, shut the Texans out in the fourth quarter and went ahead and won by four points. 
but, you know, it's the NFL, man. If Jacksonville can go up there to Tennessee after the uh, embarrassing loss a week ago versus the Lions, you know, they can uh, compete versus the Cowboys. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. I think that uh, Dallas is very balanced offensively. We gotta. We have to on the offensive front, JP and Mike. If we can protect, as those guys protected Trevor today, because Lawrence as well as uh, Michael Parsons, those edge rushers from the uh, Dallas Cowboys. If we can block those guys, that's how you win the game. Because our defense can compete against their offense, but if we can't block those rushers, it's going to be a long, sad day. Yeah, Dorrance Armstrong, pretty good pass rusher too, and uh, Trevon Diggs is maybe the ultimate ball hawk currently playing in the National Football League. But you know, that's we'll worry about that on Sunday, Fred. I tell you this though, uh, I hope the Jag faithful come out strong and represent how good they feel about that victory right. over the Tennessee Titans because we know that the Cowboy fans travel; they don't get to come to Jacksonville very often. They're going to be trying to grab every ticket they can get their hands on this week. Yeah, Mike, I like that. You hit it right on the head, man. Uh, I've had so many ticket requests, and I'm retired. I can imagine what the players are going through. I've had maybe 10 different people hit me up about getting them uh, tickets. They're even searching for nosebleeds. And I'm like, no way. You don't call me until the Cowboys come to town. Forget about it. And I'm not trying to help you go and root against my team. So, yeah. If the Jaguars faithful can get out there, man, and, and not sell off your tickets, get out there and go crazy and watch your team, support your team, get by, because it's important. If we can run off these next four, and the Titans, uh, they have a tough schedule to finish the season. Who knows what can happen because they've lost three in, uh, three in a row. Yep. And if they can continue to go down that road and we can get better as we close out the season, hey, you just might win the division. I, I mean, it's tough. But it's possible. The Titans are at the L.A. Chargers next week as well. So and they got the Cowboys as that's well. That's right, week they 17. do. So mm-hmm. that's so. that's what's coming up. Uh, Fred, have a great one. Uh, enjoy the win, and we'll talk to you this week. All right, guys. See you in a minute. All Be right, good. Pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor joins us each and every Jaguars post game for those on our flagship station, Ten Ten XL in Jacksonville. Stick around. The scoreboard show is next. We'll. Get to your phone calls after a Jaguars win at 355-NFL1, 355-6351. Thanks to our entire crew, Tony Smith, Linda Fortunato, David Cho on the video side on Jaguars.com and Jag social media. For Mike Dempsey and Fred Taylor, I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll catch you next time. It's Jaguars postgame, and the Jaguars get it done. 36-22 over the Titans on the Jaguars radio network.